What's up my Housewives Relatable listeners, it's your girl Stella coming to you once again for the last time in 2023 to talk about it all. Hi guys, I hope everyone is doing well. I know last week I said that I wasn't sure if I was going to release an episode, but then I started to think and I was just like, you know what, I have to at least say goodbye to my um, listeners for an amazing 2023 so we're gonna jump right into it because today we have a lot to talk about when it comes to the real housewives of beverly hills so we're gonna jump right in so the episode started and again we have a little bit more of an insight when it comes to Kyle Richards relationship with Morgan Wade and um, at this point you know we have the ladies we have Dorit and you can see that Dorit is very um, should I say possessive I wouldn't say necessarily possessive but protective I should say protective of her relationship or friendship with Kyle and she has many questions when it comes to Kyle's relationship with Morgan Wade so um, during the episode, you can hear Dorit like questioning, um, you know, having a lot of questions in her confessionals and not really understanding where she fits um, in her friendship with Kyle because Kyle seems to be completely infatuated with Morgan, right? So they talk about Kyle's recent tattoo. I don't know if it was Saturn or some sort of planet that she had uh, on her stomach. Uh, it seemed completely random at this point. And it's like, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Kyle. I understand that things are going on with Mauricio, that she had a tough year last year with her sister, Kathy. Um, now she seems to be in a much better place with her sister, Kim. I was really happy to see Kim on the episode by the way because although you guys know i have never been a big fan of kyle richard um i've always been a fan of kim richard so i was really 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 happy to see her uh in the last episode and the previous one so i don't know what is going on with kyle but kyle is definitely looking like she is going through some some sort of like midlife crisis I know her relationship with Mauricio is not the best. There has been a lot of rumors over the years, but it's almost like Kyle is acting as if like she is going back in time, almost as like like a teenager would do, right? So I don't know. We haven't seen much of her kids this year. I don't know if it's because they're busy. I don't know if it's because they don't want to be on the show so much like that. Um, I don't know if it's because, you know, it's very difficult what is going on between their mom and dad, but I have noticed that we have not seen a lot of them so far, right? So anyways, uh, one thing that I thought was very, very interesting was, um, when Dorit, um, you know, she was talking in her confessional and she was saying, I don't really know where I'm fitting in my relationship with Kyle. And, you know, normally I would be vacationing with her and normally we would be doing this and that and the other. And normally she would kind of like involve me so much more in her personal life. And then Kyle said something like in her own confessional, she said, you know, the reason why I have not been 
so close or you know letting Dorit into my life as much is because I felt some sort of way after the reunion when um you know last year reunion Kathy and Kyle were going at it like they even show a little bit of a clip of that so Kathy and Kyle were going at it at the reunion and they were not agreeing obviously those sisters always fight for some reason and then I guess Dorit interjected in the conversation as she often does right and she said you know what Kyle I think your sister is just looking for you to take some sort of um responsibility you know just take some accountability for what you did or for your part in it I think that's all she wants to she wants for you to take a little bit of the blame not just her right and I guess that for some reason Dorit interjecting in her conversation with Kathy did not sit well with Kyle I have to admit that at the time when I watched that episode, when I watched the reunion and Dorit did that and Kyle responded back to Dorit very um, sternly, very firmly, and you could clearly tell that she was upset, but um, I didn't really make anything like of it. I was just thinking, oh, you know what? It's two sisters talking. Uh, it's already like a difficult moment as it is. And you could tell that these sisters have a lot of history and family drama right uh there's a very i've always felt that there was a very weird dynamic between the richard sisters right so anyways um i didn't make anything of it i was just thinking you know what it's just kyle being kyle telling her friend mind your business this is between me this is a kathy and kyle moment not a dorit moment kind of thing right so i thought that it was very interesting that you know production showed that old clip from the reunion and then Kyle said in her confessional that that did not sit well with her because of her friendship with Dorit and that the entire time that Kyle was going through whatever she was going through with Kathy Hilton Dorit was being a cheerleader for Kyle and um, you know she was like being a sounding board and she was completely on Kyle Richard's side and she was like you know what I see your point you're my friend I think your sister is doing you wrong kind of thing right so Kyle says that she feels like at the first opportunity that Dorit had to be not only with Kyle but with Kathy at the same time that she took that opportunity to not defend Kyle and kind of just like understand some of Kathy Hilton's side and for some reason Kyle is upset about that guys I'm gonna tell you one thing I don't know if this is the actual real reason why Kyle is mad at the rate but I feel like it sounds a little bit childish um, if if that is the real reason and Kyle is not able to just go to her friend and just say like listen you know, I, I feel some sort of way with you because when I'm with you, you're always defending me. You're always supporting me. You're not really seeing anything that Kathy is doing as like a good thing. But then when she's in front of you, you are doing this thing where you're backpedaling and you're, you don't have my back. I didn't, I didn't like the fact that you did that. I feel like this is something that you could tell your friend, right? Especially if you are as close and as tight as Kyle and Dorit claim to be. You know if they have that friendship 
um, I definitely feel like it should be like a safe space, like that Kyle should feel safe to tell Dorita. So I have another theory when it comes to why I think that Kyle um, is coming up with that excuse. You know, because I say that all the time, hey guys, whatever we see on TV um, when they are fighting, sometimes they give us the actual real reason why they are fighting and other times they just make up this reason for tv there's a real argument but it might not be the real reason that they are f feeding the viewers right so i think that and that's just my opinion guys but i feel like the reason might be Maybe Kyle is purposely distancing herself from Dorit because of the rumors that were surrounding Dorit and Mauricio last year. And by the way, guys, I've never believed in those rumors. I'm just, I just want to say that. But I know the internet went crazy after the robbery and all of that. And then Dorit kind of just like kissing Mauricio on the shoulder after giving him a hug. And then like the, you know, the Twitter sphere and Bravo sphere went crazy. And people were like, well, that is a weird kiss to give your friend. And people started speculating that, you know, Dorit and Mauricio were having an affair and all of that. But again, guys, I do not believe that that's the case. I never believed that Mauricio and Dorit were having an affair. Okay. That's just me. I could be naive and all of that, but I just never saw that. Okay, Mauricio could be a lot of things and he could have been accused of, of a lot of things. But I just never felt like Dorit would cross that line uh, with Mauricio. That's just me. But anyways, um, I just feel like, you know, even though Kyle said, oh, it's really disgusting that people would, you know, accuse my friend, one of my best friends, sleeping with my husband and all of that. I feel like maybe Kyle is uh, feeling some sort of way about that. I'm not saying that she believes it, but she could just be like, yeah, you know, I need to put a little bit of distance between me and Dorit, right? And um, that's what I think. That's what I think it is. I think that she's just using this whole thing with her sister and Dorit not coming to her defense at the reunion as the reason why she's putting distance between her and her friend. But I feel like the reason might be a little bit deeper than that. That Kyle may feel a certain way um, after the rumors started circulating last year uh, about her husband and Dory. And now she's just deciding that, you know what, I'm just going to turn my attention on Morgan, who is not interested in men at all. So there is not going to be any uh, rumors or gossips of this woman having like a thing for my husband kind of thing. You know what I mean? Let me know what you guys think in the comment. Then we have this date between Sutton and Sal. Oh my God, was this a funny date. I don't know what is going on. Is this, is this what's going on in the world now? Is this how people court each other or show each other? <laughs> you know, I had high hopes for th this date, you know, between Sutton and Sal. And at first I was like thinking, oh, okay, you know, the guy is tall and, you know, he has a certain look to him and he looks like he's like of a certain age and all of that and i'm thinking okay you know that's gonna be interesting hopefully like Sutton can go on a second date with this guy and then the guy starts oh like the guy opens 
his mouth and he starts talking about his mother oh my i was dying guys i was dying i was laughing so much because i was thinking is this guy for real like is he really so close to his mom and talking about his mom constantly or is he just doing that because he's not interested in pursuing um you know a relationship with Sutton because sometimes like I have the feeling that certain guys when they're not interested uh guys never really want to tell you the truth right they never want to tell you like well you know what I'm not feeling it I don't think that I'm gonna go on a second date with you and all of that so they will either make up an excuse or maybe they'll try to sabotage the whole meeting altogether right so maybe this guy was just like yeah i don't think like we're a fit and i'm just gonna start talking about my mom and make it seem like i'm this big mama's boy right um which is usually a turn off for most women right so <laughs> i thought that that was a very 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 funny date between Sutton and sal so Another thing that I was really happy to see in that episode is that, you know, I'm a big fan of Garcelle. I've said this many times. Um, Garcelle, my cousin. <laughs> She's not my cousin for real, guys. I just like to say that. But um, yes, um, I was happy to see Garcelle and Erica and Sutton sit together and have a drink and some food. Uh, it seems like the ladies are turning a corner because just like erica said uh in her confessional her relationship with with garcelle started on the right foot and they were getting along and they seemed like they were getting each other and then as erica started to feel more stressed um stressed out from the situation you know her legal situation and all of that you know her and garcelle seemed like you know things were not really going very well for the two of them and obviously what Erica said to Garcelle's son was completely offside, completely out of line. And, um, you know, Garcelle was upset with that for like quite a long time, I think. So it was nice to see the ladies finally turn a corner when it comes to the entire situation and just have some laughs and just talk about stuff um, and for a Sutton to join and have a good time with Erica because I truly believe that the ladies understand each other like I think Sutton understands Erica more than she lets on and vice versa they just get like on each other's nerve nerves once once in a while but I like to see them together and have share some laughs so that was a really really cool moment between the ladies so during that conversation between Garcelle and uh, Erica and uh, was Sutton there already anyways they bring up Denise Richards and um, her OnlyFans oh my gosh Erica when she said the thing about the seven dollar bundle for her OnlyFans I thought that that was hysterical hysterical and then after Sutton goes you know she she's doing her glam at home with um her makeup artist and hair guy and then she decides to look it up and sees like what seven dollars can get you oh my god i was dying i was just like oh my gosh like is this gonna be on tv this is so funny but i think i heard something was it 
who was it? I think it was Tori Spelling, you know, um, from 90210. She was, I can't remember where she was on which show, whatever, but she was talking and she said, I think her and Dennis Richards are friends, like really, really good friends. And she said that she was curious to see what Denise was doing on OnlyFans. And then she started um paying her like i think it was like a couple bucks and then it would unlock the next scene and then the next scene and then she said like five hundred dollars later she was just kind of like addicted and she was just like spending money just to, to keep on seeing her friend like do these things oh my gosh i was just like oh my gosh this is so funny but anyways i digress so i definitely i definitely thought that it was hysterical right so Okay, so, you know, we have um, Crystal that is hosting a party at her home. And uh, I can't remember, what was it? Was it supposed to be Taco Tuesdays or something like that? Anyways, I don't know in what honor, but she's having like a gathering and a lot of great food from what it looks like, right? And she's hosting all of her friends everybody's invited kim richards make an appearance i don't know in that particular uh, scene i found that kim richards her style she reminded me of melissa etheridge a lot um for some reason in that scene but anyways i just thought i would say that so before we get into what everybody else is talking about right now when it comes to dorit i have to say that everything started really 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 well you know um erica seemed like she was in a good mood it seemed like the ladies were a little bit cold from being outside um but everyone seemed like they were in a good mood you know you had kyle and you had um erica getting along um i think oh yes the wife from bill burr she was there and she was talking and you know dorit was talking about magic mike and as as always you know dorit she always provides a little bit more information that is necessary but you know she was just kind of like downloading the the what was her name nia nia uh, on the situation and just said oh you know we just came back from matching bike and we had such a great time this and that and the other but one of the ladies in the group did not have a great, such a great time right and then she kind of left it like that so anyways uh finally sutton arrives and the, the ladies go back inside they talk some more um garcelle makes a few jokes with erica and sutton and they start talking about the whole thing with you know when they went out for drinks and then um at that point i think erica drops the bomb uh the bombshell that you know well i don't know if the, if it's that much of a bombshell but she lets the cat out of the bag and says that sutton had a makeout session with one of her drivers big deal sutton is single ready to mingle she is actively looking for um someone whether it's online or through that love coach or you know like she she's available so i really don't think that it's there's anything wrong with that um but you know these people sometimes because they're rich and like it's important for them the status and all of that you know maybe it's frowned upon that sutton is kissing her driver right so anyways so then eventually the ladies they go and they sat in this circle and they start talking and then that's when Sutton puts uh, not Sutton but Dorit puts her foot 
in her mouth as she often does right i don't know what was going on with dorit that night it's like dorit was saying all of the wrong things dorit was not minding her business and getting involved in things that she should have not been involved in and then everybody was starting to get annoyed with her and before i go any further guys uh i have to say okay before i give my opinion on everything that took place um during that particular episode i have to start by saying that i love dorit on the show i actually do i really like dorit on the show i didn't always like her not her first season because i felt like she was trying too much but over the years i started liking dorit more and more right so everything that i'm gonna say uh is really genuinely coming uh, from a good place i feel like the internet is going crazy right now and uh I'm, i have some opinions on it and i'm going to discuss them but i just want to say and pref preface it by saying that my commentary is actually coming from from a good place and that i like dorit as a character on the show okay so so I'm not gonna go into all of it guys a lot was said during that episode I'm not gonna recap the entire thing I always say you can always go back and watch it but I feel like it is a very important conversation to have and um, you know guys I've said this before I do not believe in cancel culture this is not something that I do right I understand that people will make mistakes at time or will be clumsy with their words okay therefore I for, for the most part I believe that people can be um, educated um, or put back in their place <laughs> depending on how you see it but um, I don't necessarily believe that you need to cancel people or turn the situation into something that needs to be toxic because i've seen some comments online and i'm just like okay people let's relax a little bit garcelle said something very important to dorit and i feel like she did a very good job um when she said what she said it was very clear it was short it was concise and now it's like you know what she basically told dorit something that needed to be said and now Dori can decide to do whatever she wants to do with that information and educate herself further on the matter all right so here's the thing first of all i feel like garcelle is probably a little bit frustrated with Dori because you know the last time we, we touched on that guys she was upset like she said to the ladies um after the magic mic show that she did not feel necessarily comfortable with um you know discussing her children to the ladies given what had taken place last year with erica and all of that right so i did share with you that i felt like what garcelle said was valid however i just hope she would have picked a different time you know it was like right after the magic mic show it was right after Sutton did this whole freaking scene the ladies were probably a little hungover it was early in the morning maybe it was not the best time to just say hey like let's have some pancake and talk about that right 
so that's the only like criticism that i have for garcelle when it comes to that whole thing however dorit's reaction was just kind of like shutting it down she's like well you need to be over that already it's been more than a year you know i, I don't want to be told this right now kind of thing right so I do feel like Garcelle has probably some sort of frustration when it comes to Dorit because she feels that um, Dorit could be a little bit tone deaf. I like that term better, tone deaf, than um, the word that Garcelle used, privileged, right? I'm not going to go into all of that, guys, like, you know what it means. I'm just saying, like, me and my life, it's not necessarily something that I like to use because, you know, again, just like everything else, I find that people overuse the term and then it starts to lose its meaning okay but that's just me so when it comes to the read i will say that in that particular instance i find that she is she can be tone deaf at times and we're going to get there and i'm going to explain to you guys um how i feel regarding um what dorit said okay and i'm not gonna get all political on you guys because you know we don't do that here but i find that it is a very important conversation to have and today we're about to have it so so what triggered that comment from garcelle to the read was the fact that you know the read and sutton were going at it and then eventually Dorit said something like, well, you know, what's the big deal? You're very open. Um, you, you just kissed your um, driver uh, the other day. You just make, made out with your driver. So then Garcelle, who was just like observing what was going on on sidelines, she kind of jumped to Sutton's defense. And you got to love Garcelle for that because she did not even hesitate one second, you know. Uh, I truly feel like Garcelle will, like so far, like she will always kind of like um, stand up for what is right, you know, even if that means that sometimes she might be the only person doing it, right? So Garcelle said to Dorit, you know what, Dorit, I don't really like what you just did because this was an inside joke between me, Sutton, and Erica. You were not even there when we had lunch together. And now I feel like you're using this information, this inside joke that you were not part of to embarrass my friend Sutton. And I don't like that, right? Very valid comment. Um, I think the thing with Garcelle, whether you like her or not, I happen to like her a lot. You cannot deny that Garcelle is very well spoken. So, you know, basically Garcelle, she called it as she saw it. And she said to Dorit, you know what, Dorit? I don't like what you're doing right now because it's not all fun and games anymore. It seems like you're trying to embarrass them. And then Dorit did this thing that I've seen lots of people do in the past. Okay. She did this thing where instead of taking accountability for what came out of her mouth, instead of saying, you know what, Garcelle, received, I received what you're saying, Sutton, I wasn't trying to embarrass you, but if this is how it is perceived, I'm sorry, right? Or she could have just said nothing at all. But instead, 
Dorit was feeling uncomfortable. She did not really like to be called out. A lot of people don't like to be accountable for their words. And then what they do is instead of of being self-reflective or introspective when it comes to the whole thing, they would rather say, you are attacking me. You are attacking me. Or they like to say, why are you being aggressive towards me? Why are you bullying me? And you know what, guys? I have seen this exact scenario multiple times in my life. And to be honest with you, I'm usually at the receiving end of that comment. Okay? So when Dorit said this, I was just like, oh no, Dorit, what are you doing? Okay? Somebody's going to eat you for breakfast now. And you know what? Garcelle did not miss. And I'm, I'm really happy that she was able to tell Dorit without losing her cool without even breaking a sweat we're not doing that today okay we're not doing that today Dorit I'm not attacking you um don't say that to me and it's true guys we need to stop saying that someone is attacking us when that person is just trying to make a point Garcelle did not curse Garcelle did not call Dorit out of her name Garcelle just said to Dorit, I don't like the fact that you're using this to embarrass my friend. Where is the attack in all of that? And you know what? Feel however you want to feel when it comes to Erica Jane. I happen to like Erica, the pretty mess. You know, when she joined the show, I liked her so much. And then she went through her problems with her husband and all of that. And I have to say, you know, the last few seasons, she didn't show the most empathy towards the situation. Granted, she could have been under a lot of stress and she was trying to preserve herself. Maybe it was just a defense mechanism on her part. But let's just say that the last few years were not her best years. However, I was happy to hear what Erica had to say in her confessional. Because, you know, there's going to be people out there that, and I'm not going to make it all about race, guys, because, you know, again, those are the types of conversations that sometimes I feel like we need to have separately from this podcast. But it is a trigger word um, to say to a person, um, to a black person, or to a black woman that you are attacking her when she is not attacking you because a lot of people perceive black women to just like whenever they say something whatever it is that you know if it is a little direct that it is an attack and it's not always the, t- the case you know i just want people to be mindful of that because it's like if i am truly attacking you then use the word but if i am just making a point just like everybody else in this room Do not say that I'm attacking you because you are feeling uncomfortable because you just got called out, right? And that's really what took place here. And here's the thing, guys, and I'm just going to bring that example. Um, I don't know if you guys remember a a few years ago, there was this woman who was um, walking her dog. Was it in Central Park? Anyway, she was walking her dog and the dog dog did not have um, 
um, like a guard, right? And there was this guy who was like bird watching and all of that. And he started going into it with the lady and said, hey, you know, you're walking in this park. You're supposed to have this on your dog and you don't. And the guy was being very respectful. He was just basically reminding the woman of the rules of the park, right? He is bird watching. She has a dog that is a little big that you know that that looks like hey if something was to go awry maybe this dog would attack right so anyways the guy was just reminding this lady of the rules of the park and again if you guys remember this particular video this lady instead of doing what she should have done which is oh i'm so sorry about that i forgot it at home or you know i'm just gonna leave the park right now or i'm gonna stay away from you or thank you for reminding me of the rules or whatever this woman instead of doing that she got upset she got upset and she picked up her phone and she said to the guy i'm gonna call the police and i'm gonna say that you're attacking me that you're threatening me and then we watch this the entire world watch this lady call the police and fabricate a story in one moment it was one moment you know she she came up with this story and said that she was fearful because there's a man in the park who is threatening her that you know is menacing and that he's black meanwhile this guy is bird watching and just told the lady you know that she needed to put a guard on her dog luckily for this guy he had his own camera and he was filming the entire thing but what happened in that park that that day or that year is something that happens a lot in silence okay uh, not always do you have the chance to film interactions like this most of the time those are the type of things that take place where you just have to kind of just like close your mind close your mouth and just keep on going because you don't know if anyone is gonna actually believe you you don't know you know what it feels like you kind of have um, you kind of have this indication that this person is doing this to you but meanwhile you look across the room or around you and no one is defending you no one is even noticing that this person is doing that to you you know i've seen this happen to people multiple times this has happened to me multiple times and what i'm saying is do read although i'm not a big fan of the word privilege right do read was being completely tone deaf in that instance because basically the message that she's sending across the room is i am uncomfortable receiving information or criticism from you therefore i'm going to say that you are attacking me and that way i know that this is an effective tactic for it to stop so by me saying this to you I am hoping that you stop, Garcelle. 
because I'm not about to take any accountability here. I'm just going to say that you're attacking me. I'm happy that Erica said what she said. And I'm happy that the other ladies didn't try to jump in to Dorit's defense. You know, normally Kyle is the one who would be like, well, you know, I think, you know, Garcelle, I think that, you know, you're reading it wrong or you're understanding it wrong. But she stayed quiet that time. So I think Kyle is learning something. I think Kyle is learning something because she didn't say anything. Dorit put her foot in her mouth and she deserved at that point to be scolded by Garcelle. And Garcelle said to Dorit, it's not my job to educate you, which is true. She put her in her place though. Now Dorit has to do the work on her own and understand why this is such a trigger for black women that are living in America. And that's all I'm going to say about that, guys. So anyways, guys, that's all I have for today. That's all I have for today, guys. I can't believe, I think I'm going to get a little bit emotional when it comes to this. I can't believe that this is my last podcast episode of 2023. And what a year has it been. Guys, if you have been part of this journey with me, you have shared my stuff. You have loved my stuff. You have criticized my stuff at times. Um, some of you have been such a big support. Messages, DMs, conversations, um, you know, trying to help me get my numbers up and all of that. Guys, I could not thank you enough, okay? Uh, every single one of you, whether we still talk or we don't, uh, whether we you have subscribed to my channel or unsubscribed, I just wanted to say that I am very thankful for all of you. There is a lot of exciting things that are coming up for the next year for 2024, so stay tuned. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for subscribing to Housewives Relatable on Podbean or wherever else you like to listen to your podcast. Um, once again, if you're looking to find me on Instagram, I am relatable underscore Stella. And if you follow the blog, it's housewivesrelatable.substack.com. Thank you so much, guys. Merry Christmas to you all. Happy New Year. I'll catch you in the new year. And as always, be a fan, not fanatical. Ciao!